Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. What's up, everybody? It's Wednesday night. Speaking It Real is back. Wow, we took, I don't even know how long it's been. I know we took, well, maybe July, August, September, and halfway of October. I mean, can you believe that? How much time we took off? It's crazy. I mean, I kind of forgot a couple things on what I was doing on the show as far as the producing part. I left my my face on there. Sketchy, what's up, stranger? How you doing? We're back and we're rolling. We're going to use you guys, you know, comments today because, as you can see, it's just me. Carlos eventually will join us. I don't know when, but he will. Yeah, Sketchy, I uh, kind of started flip-flopping around with things somewhere about last month, more or less. I was like, you know what? It's time to make some changes with the show. We're coming back on. So I I just started playing around with the, um, with the look. You know, I kind of figured that I've been, um, been paying for all this production software that I barely use. I was like, damn, I got to get the best of it, you know? So just playing around, you know, I, people shoot me images, you know, I, I told my kids, Hey guys, create a new logo for me. I'll pay you for it. It's all right. You know, you got to get the kids entertained for stuff and get them going, you know? So, you know, I'm on that binge. I mean, Hey, look guys, 
Again, Speaking of Rio is brought to you by Clovercrest Media. You know, for all your podcasting needs, we're on Apple, Google, Spotify. You know what? You can find us anywhere, pretty much. You know, um, share my show. Like I've always said in the past, share with your friends, your frenemies, your enemies. You know, share with whoever you like. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about speaking the truth, knowing what we're talking about. Yeah, you know what? It's always good to have um, Carlos on the screen next to me. Because you know what? Carlos and I kind of don't agree on a lot of things, but we agree on others. You know, I mean, I'm more than willing to have a conversation with anybody. Anybody wants to, wants to uh, join the show, by all means. You are more than welcome. We have a lot of stuff going on today. You know, there's been a lot to talk about. You know, it's you have shootings all over the place, you know, and senseless shootings. You had a Parkland shooter trial. You had um you had a, a fight in the middle of the street in Miami. That's gonna be our what the fuck location, our 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 WTF segment of the night. I mean, when you see this, you're going to be like, what? Why? You know, so it's going to be interesting. Um, we got good sportsmanship, bad sportsmanship, people being stupid. You know, I I don't understand really what's going on with the world today. You know, we're going to start off right now. I'm going to tell you, you know, let's see who else is true. There are fights in the middle of the street in Miami all the time. Yeah, there is, but... It's ridiculous. But we'll get to that one later. Um, I don't know if Ovi's around, if he's listening. I have a segment for you later on tonight. So hopefully you're listening. Or maybe you're maybe on one of your shows right now. Who knows? But you know what? We're going to start off with this. Good sportsmanship, learning young. This was during the Little League World Series. Boom, the kid's hit. The kid got hit in the head. Normally, what do our major leaguers do? They rush the mound. The kid kind the kid was actually on the ground for, for you know for a bit. He got on base. And you know what he did? He saw that the pitcher was having a hard time. For bat for the pitcher, goes up to the pitcher, and he told the pitcher, Hey, it's okay. You see, look at this. My 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 Echo Alexa stuff when you do when she doesn't listen to me. I, I muted her earlier today and now she just now I'm gonna get her quiet because you know there's people at my front door. There now now Alexa's not gonna bother me. So going back to, to this child, you know, this was during the Little League World Series, we during championship. Obviously, the kid got hit in the head with, with a bad pitch. And it's not always on purpose. You know, in this case, you know, obviously the, the pitcher was not doing well himself. He had a hard time because, hey, he knows that a hit, a shot to the head hurts and it's pretty crappy. You know, it's it wasn't on purpose. He knew that he could have hurt him. So, you know what? Kudos to, to them, you know, starting young. You know, and understanding that, hey, not everything that happens 
is on purpose. You know, I mean, as, as a matter of fact, I was at a baseball game not that long ago where a kid from the outfield threw the ball towards the infield, past the infield fence, and it hit a parent right smack in the nose. You know what? Could the kid have been a little bit more careful? Probably. You know, but it was an accident. You know, sometimes people don't understand that accidents do happen. You know, no one really meant to hit them. But it happens. So I'm going to tell you what is no accident. And I don't even have a video on this because I'm disgusted by it. But Akib Talib, Yakum Salik Talib, he's the brother of the former NFL player Akib Talib. He turned himself into Dallas County Police. Why? What could this guy have done, right? Oh, okay, so going back to the baseball sketch, I saw an interview with both of these kids. The message to everybody was to help and be kind to others when they need it. It was an accident. You know what? You're absolutely right. Those kids are, those kids are on the right track. But going on to, to this guy, um, I thought I had a video on this. I probably do, and I kind of forgot to put it up. So, so yeah. Apparently, there is a football game, and there is some bad officiating that people didn't agree with. You know that the coaches didn't agree with, and the a fight broke out between the coaches. This man decides to whip out a gun. And shoot somebody. You know, I don't understand as to why, you know, you are on a, you're on a, um, on a child sport. Why are you even bringing a firearm? What are you doing? You know, to me, it makes no sense as to as to why there's even a fight between the coaches. Look, it's a game. I understand that there's feelings involved. I get it. But are you on the field? No, you're not. The child's on the field. Let the children play their game how they want to play. You're there to coach them and teach them the game. What are you sitting there being a coach and teaching these kids that, hey, game's over. We're going to argue with the referees, or then we're going to throw down with the referees. I mean, really? What kind of world are we in? I mean, look, when I started coaching, that was one of the things that got me back into coaching. Our team had a fight with the other team. And I'm like, no, this is not the way to do things. There, there's other ways to solve it. Is there emotions? Yes. Do you get pissed off at the referees? All the time. All the time. But you need to control yourself. Because if you're not controlling yourself, you're just really, you're not teaching the child anything. You know, tell me that you're teaching them something. You know, when you're, when you know that there's bad calls, the kids know that there's bad calls, right? But at the end of the day, you go back to your huddle. You don't make excuses. 
you tell the kids, hey, you know what? You guys either play good or you guys didn't play good at all. But yeah, referees didn't make good calls. It happens. It's part of the game. Not everybody's perfect. You know, I mean, if there was, if perfect existed, then we wouldn't be here. Let's see, sketchy. The coaches are trying to live through the children. They take the game too seriously. Fighting never solves anything. You're absolutely right. You know, the coaches do take the game serious. And I'm going to give you an example of what happened to me once when I was coaching. I'll never forget. I was at a football game. I, I don't remember exactly what transpired, you know, because it it's been several years. But I, um, there was a bad call. And my, my other coaches started arguing with the ref and fighting with the ref, you know, and I'm like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I go to the ref and I'm trying to explain to him, hey, look, yeah, I think you made a back. And he just shot me down. I got it. It was the heat of the moment, you know, no problem. It's going to happen. Um, so I went to him at halftime. You know, I left the team a minute. I went to him at halftime, and I go, look, this was the play, blah, 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 blah. I, 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 I don't remember what the call was, but I remember I, I went up to him, and I explained to him. And later on, he was like, you know what? You're right. I effed up. I was like, no worries. It is what it is. It didn't affect the outcome of the game. It didn't do anything, you know, and I know sometimes these calls can affect the outcome of the game, but at the same time, they're human beings. You know, can't cut a play. There's penalties on every play. If they sit there and they call every single flag, guess what? Game's never, never going to end. So sometimes you got to let the kids play. And you know what? If you don't like a call, okay, I get it. Take it up later. But there's no need. There's no need to fight, you know, have any physical altercations at a child game. I don't get that. I don't understand that. So you know what, guys? Kudos to those that don't fight at the games. All right? And that's it. You know, as as a fan, do we tell the referees, hey, you made a bad call? Of course we do. As parents, do we tell them? Yes, we do. Am I going to jump into a referee's face? No, I'm not. I refuse to do that. I refuse to jump in anybody's face over a child game unless you're being deliberate. Unless you're being, you know, unless you're doing things on purpose to hurt another child. At that point is where I will jump into a game and I will hurt somebody then because that's different. That's different there. But it is what it is. Let's see what this guy has to explain because apparently there's a side of the story that he hasn't told yet. So we'll figure it out. We'll see. Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. Who knows? So going on to other things. So I do want to talk about this. Parkland shooter victim's family. I think I spelled that wrong. Yeah, I did. So we're going to leave it at that. 
actually, da, 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 we're going to do this here. Parkland families get justice. We're going to do that. So, did the Parkland families get justice? Um, depending on who you speak to, some people will tell you, yes, they did. Because either way, the guys would be in jail. Okay. And not get out. Others will tell you, no, they did not. Because he should have gotten the death penalty. So my question here is, how could you, there was a 12-person jury. Okay. According to what I have read and I have heard, so there was seven people, seven jurors wanted the death penalty. One juror wanted life and four were undecided. This was at the time of deliberation. Okay, so my question here is... What is considered good? What is considered bad? What does it take for the Parkland shooter to get the death penalty? As a matter of fact, you know, it's kind of crazy because I don't, I can't stand DeSantis, but check out this video. And this came after he, uh, I guess he heard the verdict or, or whatnot or the other. I'm going to work with the legislature. We need to reform some of these laws. You can't just have one holdout do that. And who knows what was going on back there, but that was a miscarriage of justice. He's even saying it's a miscarriage of justice. Now, I've heard things that there was uh, jurors that were threatened. You know, so, I mean... I don't know what to really believe on that. I know that I've been on a jury and it sucks to be on a jury sometimes because the faith of whatever, you know, you're trying is in your hands. And that is something that I'm that sucks because you can't guilt the person if the facts are not there. Now, in this case, I saw the whole trial. Or actually, I saw probably about a good 80 to 95% of the trial. And from what I saw on that trial, this kid deserved to get the death penalty. Okay, the his defense team was um, claiming fetal whatever whatever disorder. I can't even pronounce it because I don't remember what it was. But apparently, I guess his mom did drugs and drank and smoked when she was pregnant with him. So he came out a little slow. Yeah, you know what? Were there records of, of teachers saying that he had problems? Yes. 
But I'm sorry, but if you could do this, okay, this is squeezing your trigger 139 times, then you know what you're doing. If you could walk around a building with any type of firearm and start shooting people, you know what you're doing. It doesn't take rocket science to figure out that a gun kills people. I don't care what disability you have. Okay, and that's for sure the issue there. It's, you know, this guy should have gotten the death penalty. You know, unfortunately, that's the justice system. You know, so the biggest issue here was is if a single juror disagrees and the the, the defendant, it's going to be sentenced to life in prison. So you had that one juror that wanted life in prison. The other four were undecided, and I guarantee you that the the other four that are undecided, if there would have been everybody that had the death penalty, it would have been a unanimous decision to beat that. But unfortunately, that's our justice system. I, I, I don't agree with it. You know, the parents were outraged, obviously, and my heart goes out to them. My heart really goes out to him because he gets to live his life in jail, and they got to pay for it. They're paying for him to live in jail. I mean, I know that one of the parents was, was saying that he's going to get his in jail. And that she hopes he sees him die in jail by somebody killing him. So, kudos to her. I hope that justice is served in jail. I think he will be served in jail. You know, my 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 own special opinion there because to me it just makes no sense whatsoever as to why. This guy is there. So I got another topic here. And I was listening the other day on the radio. And they were talking about sharing location. Do you share location with your significant other? Why and why not? That is the question. Why not share location? Why don't you want to share location? People are saying, some people just were like, nope, I'm, I'm, I don't share location. And I'm, and others are like, well, you you don't share location when you have something to hide. Is that true? Or is that not true? I wonder. I, I want to hear from you guys out there about sharing location. You know, I mean, as far as, as I go, it doesn't bother me. I have nothing to hide. And I think sharing, and, 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 and I mean sharing location with your significant other. Not really your kids, because your kids are a different story. You kind of need to know where your kids are at. So, you know, that aspect, I get it. But, you know, just sharing location in general. Does it make sense? Does it not make sense? You know? I don't know, man. I think um, sharing location is good, has its perks, and it doesn't have its perks. But I think in all in all, it's good to share 
just share your location because then if anything ever happens to that individual, there's a place to go find you. You shouldn't have to share location. A relationship is based off trust. I trust my girlfriend and don't freak about where she is when I'm not with her. No, you know what? I I I agree. I, I relationships are based on trust. But now my question here lies in isn't it good to have the location though? Because if the person does come up missing, I mean let's say your girlfriend comes up missing. Wait a minute. Sketch. You got a girlfriend? You're no longer testing cars? Oh my goodness. Sketchy has a girl. How long have you been with this person? We've only been gone since July. But either way, um, I think that sharing your location is not a lack of trust. I think sharing your location, you finally bought a car. Yeah, I see that. Actually, here, here's Sketchy's original comment. As sketchy, you bought a car. You know what? Hopefully, Carlos will chime in on this in the comments. I don't know if he's around or where he's at, but if he is, I'm going to send him a text message. Maybe you can make, place a comment. Well, I can't even paste the show. I can't even get the link now. As a matter of fact, I'm going to text him and I'm going to tell him. Check it out that you bought a car. What do you think about that sketch? Sketchy. Bought a car. So, so going back to, to what I'm saying, though, the sharing of the location is not a lack of trust. I think it's, well, here's Carlos. I don't share shit. Well, Carlos, why don't you share? Ex please explain to me why don't you share anything. Do you have something to hide? What did you get? <laughs> Sketchy, they're asking you, what did you get yourself into? You know, so. Giddy up. So, again, I go back to it. What, what are you hiding? You know, do you, Carlos says he doesn't share shit, you know, and a little bit right. Carlos likes to be mysterious. So, you know, only when asked to. Okay. But again, what is the mystery of sharing lo your location? Carlos, would you like to come on and explain this to us? Because, I mean, I would love to have you on the show right now. I'll send you the link and you can get on, you know. So my question to you is, is why? Why not? You know, I think you could be better off if maybe you send locations. I mean, or, or you share your location. I mean, it's sharing location is sketchy in a sense, right? Because if you have, if you, if you're hiding from anybody, then guess what? Then there's a problem. You know, because you're hiding. And you don't want that person to find out. Oh, wait, I can't do that to you. 
So once again, how do you, you know, how do you do this? You know, do you want to share location? Do you not want to share location? You know, and why, why not? My question is why not share location? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you trust the person you're with, there's nothing to hide. So share, share your location. I got nothing to hide. I'll tell you, hey, look, this is where I'm at. Were couples sharing their location in the 2000s, 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s, et cetera? No. Why start now? Um, I think that we live in different times. You know, I think that, you know, in that in those eras, right? Sure, people didn't share locations, but I'm also sure people were telling their, their significant others, hey, this is where I'm going. You know, so why not? I share my location. I share my location. I have others share locations with me. That doesn't mean I'm constantly checking where they're at. Exactly. Exactly. Except my kids. I hunt them down sometimes. Well, I think we all hunt down our kids, you know. But, again, it's it's one of those that that's, that's one of those situations where you don't know if you should share location. I mean, I think. I think that if you don't know if you should share location or not, then you got issues hiding from others. And if that's the case, then you really shouldn't even share location. You know, because I think in that case, you kind of are being sketchy. You know, but by all means... I share my location. I don't have any remorse about it. It doesn't bother me. If I have something to hide, I don't. So why not? So, you know, I mean, maybe we could leave this topic for another day when I have somebody like my brother Carlos, you know, arguing with me next to me. I'm hoping to see if you can get on, but, you know, I sent him the link, but I don't think he's going to be on. He's not that crazy. Carlos, are you crazy enough to get on? Maybe not. But you know what? It's all good. It's all good. So going on to our what the fuck, our WTF. Our WTF. So let's see. I'm I'm driving. Driving. I'm at Publix on Hammocks Boulevard. It's not about people. It's more about the crazy stuff that the phone does. Wait a minute, Carlos. Explain to me. What does the phone do? I mean, I, I don't really see the phone doing anything. I mean, what? Is it... Do you think uh, Uncle... Or big brothers are looking for you. And again, if you got nothing to hide, why not share it? So I guess when my brother says he's at public, he's waiting for somebody. 
but we'll leave that at that, you know. So going on to our to our WTF moment. This is what you see in Miami, and I just it's crazy to even see this. These guys are they're fighting in the middle of the freaking highway. And guess what? They jumped right in their car. And they left. People. What the hell? The hell's going on? What are we fighting over in traffic? Did you not let me get in the lane? Don't get me wrong. I'm uh I get pretty bad sometimes. Okay, I get pretty bad sometimes, and I could get upset when I'm driving. I just look out for the other person to see what they're doing. You know, but do we really need to get out of the car, especially in the middle of the highway? Forget, forget if you're in the streets. I mean, this was highway. Are we okay? Elizabeth. People are way too angry lately. There's there's too much hate. Yeah, there is. There is a lot of hate. I I agree. People do get angry. Um, I don't understand as to why people always like to get angry when they're driving. I mean, again, it's happened to me. Okay, it's happened to me. Um, is it right? Probably not. You know, let's see, sketchy. People are kooks. Studies have shown people will get more aggressive behind the wheel due to the mental, the metal cage around them. The times are, the times are driving people to act like this. Highly unacceptable. It's very unacceptable. But I think most of that crazy road rage tends from people not having enough sex. Okay. I see. Interesting. Maybe. Maybe some people have road rage like that. I mean, I don't have road rage like that at all. So, you know, every now and then I get upset. But not all the time. So, I'm, I'm just going to do like Elizabeth. Well, our last segment of the day. Um, let's see. I co-sign Elizabeth. G. Yes, sketchy. I think you might be right. Let's see. Sex releases and happy hormones. If people have more sex, they'll be happier. Hey, look, you know what? I completely agree. I mean, that's why Elizabeth is always happy. I I think, I guess, yeah. I mean, I'm always happy. So, you know, it is what it is, you know. You know, thanks, sketchy. So, you know, oh, gosh, people, people, people. So, you know, our next topic is about 
Uh, where are my pictures here? So we have three gentlemen here, three Connecticut, or I think it's Bristol police officers in Connecticut. I'm sure we've all heard about this. These three officers, right? We're looking at, where would I put them here? Here we go. All right, so two officers killed after an ambush in Connecticut. Sergeant Dustin DeMonte and Officer Alex Jimenez, which are the first two on the left, were gunned down outside a home where they had responded to a 911 call about a possible domestic violence call. The guy on the right, which his name is Alec Lorto, he was wounded. Okay. Um, I, you know, I don't understand as to why all this kind of needs to happen. Why are people shooting on cops? These are the people that protect us. I, you know, um, I wish that Ovi actually knew Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. Um, guys, this is like really sad. This is, you know, uncalled for. I, you know, I, I really don't don't understand as to, you know, what was this guy's mentality, you know. It's just, it doesn't, you know, he called the cops to, you know, say there was a domestic violence, you know, and it just, to me, it doesn't make sense. Extreme tragic, tragic. Rest in peace to the officers killed and speedy recovery for the other one. Another senseless act of gun violence in America. No, this is completely senseless. You know, again, I, I've always been a, a gun supporter and I still am. You know, and that's not going to change. But my question here is, what the hell is wrong with people? You know, what did these three individuals do to you? You know, what they do? I mean, they, I'm sure, you know, I haven't read bios on them. But you know what? I'm, I'm sure they have families. Okay, possibly even kids. I mean, and we're talking about, I mean, these guys look young. These guys look very young. You know, and I just, I don't understand the census act of violence, you know, of these three individual police officers. I I, I don't get it. I mean, just in, in, in this year alone, they have 50. There have been at least 54 enforce, law enforcement officers have been killed by intentional gunfire. Okay, notice the keyword intentional. I don't know what what's the unintentional one. As a matter of fact, hold on a second. Let's see something. And this comes from the officer down memorial page on on the on, on the shootings. So, total line of duty deaths, 191. 
64 of them were COVID. Wow. Vehicular pursuit were three of them. Vehicular assault, 10 of them. Gunfire, 53. Inadvertent gunfire, three. I can tell you something. Here in Miami, today it happened, where there are some cops in a range, and someone shot one of the instructors by, by accident. So, you know, it just it doesn't make sense. I, you know, I know we had um, a death in, in Miami of a, of, of a police officer, you know, what, maybe a couple months ago. And that was pretty crappy. Etchy, you know, was was his name. I mean, maybe I'll find him here in, in the in this in this page. You know, but and that was another census act. I, I don't I I just I don't understand a lot of these these police officer shootings when you you know by these census criminals. These people should not be on the streets, they shouldn't be anywhere. They should definitely not own a gun. You know, so yeah. Officer Cesar Echi Escrivera. Right of fact, I'm going to do something here because, you know, these are things that are, I really need to, I just want you guys to see also because I like, I like when you guys are able to see what, what I'm doing at the same time. Oh, no, wrong screen. Oops. Hold on. Ta -ta 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 this is it. So, this is what I'm looking at, right? Oh, wait, you can't see it. So, this is a screen that I'm looking at. I don't know if you guys can see it. But if you see this website, there's a lot. So this is the total in line of duty, one, 191, right? January, for some reason, is has had the most deaths. When you go by state, guess what? Texas, you're on top with 32. Granted, I'm sure they're they're not all, you know, death by gunfire. But total canine, when you look at this gunfire right here, gunfire, 53 cops have been shut down, shot down. Gentlemen, ladies, people on the show, please. Get your shit together. Stop committing senseless acts of violence. I just closed my whole page. That wasn't good. I lost my whole script, people. But it's okay. I'm going to get it back. So, you know, I... um. We're doing this. Again, please do things right. Um, you kind of 
there's there's no need to shoot anybody unless your life is really in danger you know i i don't know how how else to to say that but on that note we're going to end today's show with a tribute to those officers because i feel that they they need a tribute and we're going to end it just on that so once again thank you thank you guys for listening to me you know uh we're gonna come back next week um you might not agree with what we're saying you might agree with what we're saying but at the end of the night i'm gonna always try to speak it real catch you guys next week <laughs>